You just heard the title track of a new album that has been released by singer-songwriter Louise Carver called Dark Secrets. I suppose there's so much one can talk to Louise about, and definitely for me one of them would be this idea, Louise, the staying power. I mean, the staying power of some singer-songwriters, the non-staying power of others. What is it that uh, ensures that you keep in front, that you keep ahead of the game, and that uh, you make it work as the years go by? I think for me it's uh, two things. And hi, <laughs> it's <laughs> lovely to see you. I've known you for years and I that's, adore you. I suppose that's why the question comes up, yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. Uh, for me it's curiosity. Um, what am I able to do uh, as an artist? And what stories have I got to tell? And what's going to come out when I sit behind the piano? And uh, the other thing is, it's 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 like it fills up um, yeah. inside of me, and I have to get it out. Um, so it's always been like a vocation. It is not like it is a vocation. Yeah. I've never really thought about money and strategic career. Those are other people's jobs. That's not my mm. job. So it's yeah. it's it's very pure. It's very honest. Um, and yeah, Dark Secrets just came out just before the pandemic. And I was very shocked, actually, about because it comes as a fluid thing. It's not mm. I write the lyrics and then I put music to it. It comes together when I sit behind the piano mm. and sometimes nothing comes. But it came and it came yeah. in about two hours. That song was down. You know, Louise, you, you mentioned curiosity a little earlier. And I, I did read something that you spoke about in the writing of Dark Secrets, which is I suppose one could say sonically this incredibly um, beautiful, interesting song that we've just played now. What was it about that particular song that struck you and maybe struck a nerve with you as well? Well, firstly, when I wrote it, I was amazed at what came out of me, as I've said. I don't plan it. It just flows uh, when I'm in that space. Sometimes songs can be hard work, Mm. (laughs) Um, but this just came out of me. And I think it's um, I think it's what was going through a lot of is go goes through. I've never had a stable long term relationship, so mm. this is my first. Um, I've done a lot of things in my life, and relationships just didn't happen easily for me. Uh, but this is this is a very wonderful one. And then you kind of think, okay, well, is this me now? Mm. Um, is and I'm sure because a lot of just just for, for for those of our listeners, if you um, heard in the lyrics, the song is about this idea that you are with someone that you love and adore, and you would never make a shift or change from them. But what happens when something sparks with something somebody sparks else? with someone else? And I think we've all, if we're honest, we've all had that experience where we're at a work function, mm. and uh, in my case, I'm maybe on tour, and then another band joins, and you end up drinking maybe a bit too much red wine. And you're having this fantastic, sparky chemistry with someone else. You didn't plan it. It happened. Mm. And that did happen to me. And um, I never acted on it. But it did fuel sure, this, this t- a tug of war um, between the long-term plan of um, yeah. loving and cherishing somebody as you grow old and this fantastic explosion isn't it that else. question of like um short-term uh, yes uh, <laughs> desire or and long-term comfort yeah, exactly actually. how does doing something or creating a song like that because it goes into the public space mm. it then is 
a space that your partner hears, he listens mm. to it, or she, I mean, whoever mm. your partner is. Uh, they. Wh- what <laughs> they, yeah, exactly. What happens in then in that conversation? Mm. I know this is a bit like a psychology session. It's no. not actually a, a, a music session at all. <laughs> it's very honest. We have a very honest relationship. Um, and it happens to be his favorite song, which I thought was quite amazing. And mm. so when I was interviewed by another journalist and I went into a lot of detail and it is now published, mm. I thought it's time for a chat just to make yeah. sure we're we're totally fine. And yeah. to be very clear, um, I have not had an affair, yeah. um, but I do. I am curious. I'm, I question things like monogamy, um, marriage. I'm not married. And yeah. um, as an artist and as a thinking human being, I'm, I'm always questioning those norms in society. Mm. And I always will. And um, and I'm with you and uh, we're in a monogamous relationship. Yeah. And he said, I know that, babe. Look, I, he said, look, it's an uncomfortable song, but that's what art is. Yeah. And it must be. Yeah. So... Louise, you talk about curiosity. You've mentioned it a few times. This is obviously um, probably one of the most important things for anyone as they grow older. The moment you lose your curiosity, you lose your lifelong learning or your Mm. desire for lifelong learning. And then I suppose you just do grow old. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Tell us about where you've learned that, how you've learned that, what, what you think sparks that in you. I would have to say, to start, I have the most remarkable mother. She's a fine artist. Um, I always say I'm a poor photocopy of my mom because she is magnificent. Um, She is in her mid-70s. She cycles every morning. She's got a great group of friends. She's always learning different things. She studied her whole life. Um, She's interested in grassroots, getting to know people and their issues. So she's a real people person. she took us to theater, everything, when we were little. Um, so she's definitely the root of that. And then from there, I mean, I've got my honors in philosophy, so I'm naturally curious and yeah. asking interesting questions that um, I think makes people feel uncomfortable. I've always done that because yeah. I'm curious myself. Yeah. Um, what is it that you are most curious about? <laughs> That's a brilliant question. Um, well... It, it changes, doesn't it? You know, at the yeah. moment, it's um, what I always think, what next? What now? I've done that. So I'll never yeah. do the same album twice. Yeah. I've done the home and I've done the empty fantasy. I've, and I'm interested now in a genre called dream pop, which yes. is um, very Mazzy Star, Portishead, yeah. uh, early 90s. And now Billy uh, mm, Eilish Elish. is doing it. Yeah. And um, Lana Del Rey. So I'm interested in that. So I'm just interested in... Um, in pushing myself academically mm. as well. Um, I know you've just studied, so you mm. share the same thing. I, I yeah. want to just have a big life um, yeah. and travel um, and experience things. So I, I, I just don't want to stay still. Yeah. I really want to push boundaries as well for myself. I'm not really, I'm in my own race with myself, Yeah. not with anyone else, yeah. you know. Louise, you've got a big gig next weekend. Tell us about it. 
Well, um, I'm passionate about this gig because it's in, I think, the best place to have a sundowner. It's at Cradle Moon uh, Lodge, and they mm. have a restaurant called Current, and it sits on the dam on the Crocodile River. The restaurant cool. literally sits on the dam wall, which took seven years to build. It's yeah. hand-built. And uh, the show is on the 29th of October, this next Saturday. Um, you get a welcome uh, Copper Lake Brewery's uh, lager on arrival, yeah. and I'm singing. Some Piwe Kula from the band The Muffins is joining yeah, me. lovely. Oh, man, he's my work husband um, and uh, we'll be doing a beautiful one and a half hour show as the sun sets so as the sun oh. is fully down we will end with the song Take My Hand which is uh, a song Sims produced and, it's, and we get everybody up and moving and celebrating life again so that's you can get tickets at louisecarver.com okay. or Quicket whichever is yeah. easier for you so what will you do you'll spend the weekend there and just hang out well, <laughs> that sounds way more fun. Exactly. <laughs> mm, I do actually cycle there, so yeah. maybe I always think I can do it, but I can't actually. We do sound check, um, and then we move in and force and do this amazing show, and then have some drinks afterwards, uh, meet people, and then yeah, drive home really. And uh, and it's a very special because the seagull, uh, seagulls. Where am I? The, the kingfishers are there, and yeah. uh, when you're singing, you see the zebra and the impala, and, and they've even got springbok, giraffe. If you're lucky, will come and graze in the background. So it's a very African, and it's uh, 25 minutes from Santon, and you're in a different environment. Sounds absolutely brilliant. So if people are keen, they must just get onto your website, louisecarver.com. That's it. Yeah. Brilliant. Thanks, Michelle. We're going to close off with uh, the second song, Nothing Feels Good Ooh, Without You. Sexy times. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about it. Well, this is um, a song about <clears throat> when you when you do spark with somebody <laughs> <laughs> and you take it to the next level. Uh, you're drinking lots of wine. You, you are having that. Um, it's a very special feeling. And in a long-term relationship, it's kind mm. of, it, you've had it. And now you're working in a different realm with that yeah. person. But the initial kind of, um, maybe the first month where you are lots of WhatsApps and then you get together <laughs> and you open a really good bottle. I talk a lot about red wine because it is a passion. Oh, um, <laughs> and you sit and you're drinking and you're getting to know that person and you're, you're sparking. Let's hear the spark. 9.35, you are with SAFM 104 to 107. Gorgeous song and gorgeous production as well. It's off the album Dark Tracks and it's called Nothing Feels Good Without You. Produced uh, in Johannesburg with a variety of different producers. Louise, as we say goodbye to you, you are filled with um, energy and inspiration and joy and the like. If you had to do a big shout out now, who would you want to do that to? And would it be your mother? Would it be your partner? Would it be, if you listen to the music that you're putting out there, would it be to your listeners? Would it be to your oh, audiences? That's wonderful. Yes, I'd, I'd love to say thanks to everyone that's listening and to people that have enjoyed my music over many years. <laughs> um, thank you. And I, I see a, a lot of love for the new album. Um, and also thanks to my very hardworking PR uh, friend and uh, partner in crime Mel Conradi who just um, is just working her bum off to get me to do all the interviews so and, yeah thanks and, and people want to get the album Dark Secrets oh you can, can get, get it on all the digital Spotify, platforms yeah Apple Spotify Music, um, yeah that, and people have asked for CDs I'll think about it I prefer to do a vinyl actually yeah well let's listen and look out for it <laughs> thanks so much for thanks, joining Michelle. us